Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Playing four hours of video games every day is good for your mental health. Yes! Mm, Give wow. me that paper when we're done with it. You mean sign it? Yes, please. I like a that permission slip? Like I have signed off Eddie to play more video games. Please. Repeat after me. You are not wasting four hours a day playing video games. You are not wasting four hours playing video games. You are devoting four hours to wellness. You are devoting four hours to wellness. Yeah. I love this. According to a new study at Oxford University, playing video games can be good for your mental health. People who played video games had a better sense of well-being than people who didn't. So have at it. I haven't Thank played you. in like a week. Have I know you? you haven't. I can check your thing. Why don't you text me and be like, I'm on? Because I play really late. Yeah, I don't. I wait till everyone's asleep to play. I'm putting Chuck Wicks on here with us. Hey, Chuck, do you play PlayStation at all or Xbox? I don't. I've been encouraged to join Whiskey Tango or whatever uh, Jason Aldean and Kane Brown, their whole little thing that they do late at night. And I just can't find it in me. To, you know, spend four hours <laughs> playing video games. I'm about to have a baby. I gotta like I gotta spend four hours with a baby. That's when you need to play. The baby. The ba- because the baby's gonna wake you up anyway. You hold the baby in one hand, play video games with the other. I did it for years when we had our babies. Oh wow, I didn't think about it that way. How do you play with only one hand though? Is it a joystick? No, 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 like no, an Atari? Come on, boss. Look. You put the head right here on your <laughs> yeah. elbow yeah. and then lay the baby right here on your lap and you play with two hands. Oh duh. Perfect. I'm so stupid. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, Chuck Wicks is on. He has a show called Talk to Chuck. It is a podcast that is sweeping the nation. Um, blowing up. And and Chuck, we were talking on the show yesterday about your podcast where you talk about Radio Tour. Explain to our audience right here what Radio Tour is. Radio Tour. Yeah, it's... Um, so when I first signed with RCA Records, they did it right. Radio Tour, we got a tour bus, and not every record label will do this for their artists, but they got a tour bus. We jumped on the bus. We started out on the West Coast, and basically, during Radio Tour as a brand new artist... You need to say, here I am, I'm Chuck Wicks, this is my brand new song out of the gate, I hope you love me, I hope you play it, and you play in conference rooms for every single radio station across the country that you can hit. And it's super awkward, it's, it's very nerve-wracking because you got five or six people in a conference room, sometimes 30, that are looking at you, they have no idea who you are, you're a brand new artist. And you just have to prove to yourself, you know, prove to them that you're, you know, you're worthy. You're worthy of the song being played on their station. And that's how you kind of break as an artist. Yeah, and you have to suck up to everybody. It's a really awkward process. Mm-hmm. But Chuck it talks is. about this at length and talk to Chuck. You were also talking about the difference in guys to girls in Nashville. What was that? What, what's, the, what's the stat there? I was blown away. I, I, four to one, four girls to every one dude. Here they go. All the guys, you hear them coming? They're moving in now. Oh, you don't want us to I, share that stat? <laughs> the guys are coming in. I mean, I don't know. Where, when I first moved to town, I don't remember it being like that. But I guess, you know, the women have flocked to Nashville and the guys are lagging behind. That's It's like the Jurassic Park. Doom, doom, that's all the guys. <laughs> the water is <laughs> running toward Nashville. Hey, when is your baby due? December 4th is our induced date. And so it could, it's either going to be that day or it's going to be before. Eddie, what's your advice to old Chuck here? First baby. First baby? Mm-hmm. Get ready. Uh, you're you're going to get a lot of advice from people, and they're going to tell you things, but really it's no one can prepare you for what's about to happen. The first few months is going to be like, what is going on? But everything's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Okay. Like it's going to be bad, though. It's so gonna your be bad. advice is that people are just going to give him advice. <laughs> Chuck, take that with you. Write a book on that alone. People are going to give advice, but it's, it doesn't measure up to what it's really going to be like. 
But right. like, I don't know. Well, do you have any like sleep tips or rotation? No. Anything or, like, that would actually feeding? help him? No, no, no. Like you know, and, like, advice a, is supposed to be helpful. Bones. When a soldier goes to war, you know, people be like, "Don't forget your knife. Don't forget that." But no, really, no one really can prepare you for this. Just do your best. Be a survivor. You, you'll get through it. This is why we don't have an advice segment with Eddie. <laughs> well, if you if you paid attention, Eddie, you gave me advice to pick up a joystick and play games while my baby is. <laughs> Sleeping. That's the knife. You're going to need the joystick and the video games. <laughs> All right. Okay. Check out Talk to Chuck. It is a podcast with Chuck Wicks. He has humongous guests on. He has uh, one of the last episodes. Was those They just talking about everybody on the show. is fantastic. I think it's funnier when there are no guests. But if you like interviews or you like to laugh, check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. Chuck, good to talk to you, my friend. Appreciate you, brother. All right, there he is. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, top three songs in country music right now. Number three, Blake and Gwen. Happy anywhere. Number two, Morgan Wallen, more than my hometown. And number one, Russell Dickerson, love you like I used to. Second week at number one. Congrats to Russell. The number one rock song is from ACDC, Shot in the Dark. You listen to this? No, but I, but I don't hate it. It sounds like old ACDC. Yeah, I like old ACDC. I just got they didn't put a dance beat behind it. Right. You know, when everybody tries to get new, they're like, what can we do? The kids are doing dance beats. Oh, okay, we can try that. Can we get a little bumper in here? Do a, <laughs> do a couple bars. Uh, the number one dance song is David Guetta and Sia, Let's Love. Which, by the way, you may remember a song they did together back in the day called Titanium. Speaking of songs, you know the song I love is that Justin Bieber Holy. Did you yeah. watch the video? Oh, yes. And the video will just make you cry. The song is so good, but then you pair it with the video and you just have all the feelings. Like, I don't know who came up with the concepts or the idea. It's definitely not what I was expecting for the video, but it just tells a story. And then it just gives you all the feelings. And then the feelings of just being there for people in a hard time. He's like a, a oil guy in it. He's out working with the pipe, but there's always somebody there for him. It's good. Okay. I love Justin Bieber. I mean, <laughs> he like loses his job and I wanted to cry so bad. Really? And then, well, sometimes I was like, oh, it's Justin Bieber. He's a millionaire. But then I was like, oh, but the character he's playing. Like the guy comes up like, on the barn and like lays everybody off. It's it's a great video. That's cool. It's Check like the worst out. feeling. And then there's like a military guy at the end. It's good. Which is uh, Wilmer Valderrama. It is. <laughs> it's nice. Fez. It's like random. Who's turned into a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he plays such a goofy character. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way, real quick, for Dancing with the Stars last night. If you care, I'll give you about three seconds. One, two, three. They eliminated two couples last night, Sky Jackson and Johnny Weir, who I thought would win the whole thing. It's a double elimination, mm. which I'm starting to see. I get tagged in mean comments. I guess people are calling Nelly the new me, oh. which is a great Dude, you're relationship like for me. Yeah. Well, I, maybe, listen, I haven't seen Nelly dance in a bunch of weeks. Is he good, Mike, or no? Okay, so he's not good, but people <laughs> love him. Well, that makes sense. People are upset that Nelly is still on the show, and they're calling him the new me. Cool. Because, I, yeah, I wasn't the best dancer. But I put him on. I worked harder than anybody on that show. And I, you could also tell that I was really into it. 
And I think that's what's happening with Nelly. Nice. And also, everybody loves Nelly. Hey, Scuba, can we get Nelly on to promote Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, we can get him on for sure. Because we'll actually have something to talk to him about. And I'll be like, hey, man, what's it like being me? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the coolest right, question yeah, you can we'll ask Nelly? Mm-hmm. wonder what he'd say. Hey, uh, 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 <laughs> Andale, Andale. Andale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, one final story. You can now use your frequent flyer miles to pay for a coronavirus test on Hawaiian Airlines. And if you test negative, you don't have to quarantine for 14 days when you get to Hawaii. That's cool. Which is, we were hoping to shoot a couple episodes of my yet-to-be-released Nat Geo show in Hawaii. But then you get there and have to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. But if this is the case, no problemo. How many miles does it say? Mm-mm. No, and you know I have a credit card that has miles, and I don't... And oh, I, I bet you have so many, You would dude. think, and I checked it, and I had like three miles. Oh, really? I what? could like, get like here to Franklin on the miles that I have. <laughs> That's terrible. Wait, for what? Like what? Um, I have a Delta oh, okay. and a Southwest. Both. My Southwest, I can I get flights all Me the too, time. Me too, man. I'm ready yeah. to go international on my Southwest one. All right. Except for, well, I guess you go to Mexico. Good. Of course you would. No, hey, I think. I'm, I'm not going to, <laughs> of though. Of course you well, would. I think that's Eddie. the only other country it goes to, Eddie, right? Eddie, of course Amy, you would. Amy, what does that mean, Amy? That, Eddie, wasn't, that actually was like, not because you're Mexican, uh-huh. but uh-huh. because yeah, I think course. it's the of only course, place Eddie. they go. To visit my family? Uh-huh, okay. Of course, Eddie, your heritage. <laughs> heritage trip. Ancestry.com. Okay. You know? Shut up. All right. We're going to go. Uh, here's today's show. Thank you, guys. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. There she is, standing at five foot seven, a hundred and five, some pounds. What? Six, five six. Oh, oh. Mister Bionic. Come on, man. Where's what your do you info? Want? Come on. That'd be nice. What do you want? <laughs> five seven. Well, welcome back to the studio, Amy. Yay! Amy. 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 No, 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 no. Amy. That's not Amy. called for. Amy. What? That's not called for. That feels funny. To we me. missed you. <laughs> what has happened in the past week that you'd like to come and share with us? Well, my dog almost died. That was just icing on the cake, you know? I I cleaned out. Well, there was this weird smell coming from our fridge, and so I decided to clean it out to figure it out, and I found what that was. But in the process, put a bunch of stuff on the counter and then walked away, and one of the things was a full dark chocolate bar, like the darkest kind of chocolate known to man. And if you Google what kind of chocolate is bad for your dog to have, white chocolate's totally fine. Dark, dark, dark chocolate. Get them to the vet ASAP. So I called the vet and they said, yes, get her in here. And they had to. So you had to rush her in? Yeah, immediately. They said she could go into cardiac arrest from the whatever in the chocolate that's toxic to her. And so rushed her in and they gave her something to induce vomiting. And so she threw up and then they kept her there on IVs all day. So it was a very very scary, expensive mistake. (laughs) So, how much did that cost you? And luck, three hundred dollars. Oh, I know. Ugh. And luckily, I found the wrapper because you have to take care of it. It'll sometimes take six hours for the symptoms to start to show up. And luckily, I found the wrapper over under, like by the couch where she hangs out, and that triggered me right away. Wait, where's the chocolate bar? So I just took her in. They said, you did the right thing, not even waiting to see. Because kind of part of me was like, well, what if it does nothing? But uh, online will scare you. <laughs> yeah, don't risk it. Yeah, don't the, risk it. The same thing happened with my dog and grapes. Yeah. Like, those are two things that we're just passing along to our listeners. Dark chocolate and grapes. Because I said, hey, I dropped a couple grapes. The dog just nibbled on them. They were like, uh, his kidneys get shut down right now. Yeah. So let's go. 
And so, and I do, I've done enough business with them because my dog is very sick for years that I trust them that they're not just going, bring your dog in so we can make some money. Yeah. They know we'll be back. Yeah. They've already <laughs> made already, money. We're going to be there. <laughs> yeah, you We've already your, set up their funds. <laughs> once you hit a quota, you know mm-hmm. you can trust them. Wow. Your dog's okay though now? Yeah, she's doing great. She had, she had her little, she has a, she looks like a poodle because they shaved half the hair off her down to her bone to put the IV in and it looks so funny, but she's doing good. I want to put on Caitlin in North Carolina who's decided to call us. We're very appreciative. Hey, Caitlin, how are you? Good, how are you? Really good. What do you want to say? Um, I have a question for Eddie. I just wanted to know how the foster care adoption process is going with his foster kids. What's the latest? Slow. It's going slow. Still trying to terminate rights for the parents. Uh, COVID has put a, you know, uh, put a stop to that and slowed it down tremendously. So we're just waiting on that. The last thing they told us that it could be another year before they can get that process going. So that's no good. So you've had the two kids, your foster kids, for how long? Going on two years. Wow, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. And the baby is a baby. Uh, he's he's one. He's about to be two. So the baby only knows you guys. Yeah, we picked him up from the hospital, so yes, he's all we know. So another year, though, is just because of COVID. You think if it wasn't for COVID, you guys would be through this already? Yeah, I, I think so, and that's what they tell us. And I think because of COVID, really shut down for almost a whole year. So all the, you got to think all those cases are all backed up. So they're just catching up now. And so, that I mean, it's an ETA, what they told us. Hopefully it could be sooner. But I, in these kinds of situations, you just give yourself the most time you think so. You don't get surprised. You like to gamble. Yeah. If, if the... It was laying in front of you to pick which one first, the vaccine is readily available, <laughs> or you get to adopt your foster kids. Which one would you bet on? Uh, see, here's my problem when I bet. I like to bet with my heart a lot, yeah, and not so much the stats and the numbers, so my heart would go towards the adoption first. Yeah, i go vaccine, but still, <laughs> I, I bet with my head only. I think Vegas is picking vaccine as the favorite. Is that why you bet for the Cowboys all the yeah, time? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Welcome back. A 200-person fight club was busted. What? It's oh, real. Oh, oh. Where they were all just punching each other in the face. At the same time? A 200 Wait, person no, no. unlicensed <laughs> fight club. and It wasn't a brawl. No, it's yeah. like you get same in time, and you, Amy. you like set up matches and you fight. Okay. It was disbanded by sheriffs on Saturday night. You're just thinking of a bar brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I needed clarification. Sorry. She's thinking of malice at the palace. (laughs) Around 11.15 p.m., New York City sheriffs entered a warehouse where they found the crowd watching and participating in the fighting, where they would all get together and bare-knuckle fight each other. You know, it's probably some rich bankers and stuff. It's their one way to... Speaking of rich people, I was going to read you guys some of the top 10 richest country singers in the world. It's an amazing list. The new data is out. This is more interesting than the usual static list where everyone just earns more money due to investments and new businesses, and each year it changes based on touring. Like, this is the richest period. Like, you go to their bank accounts, they got the most. Most of them are older, mm-hmm. not all of them. Uh, let's start at number 10. Number 10 is making, who has 95 million. I was shocked by this. And number 10. $95 million. Luke Holmes. Brad Paisley. Did they come from, because he does nationwide. Yeah. All this matters. So it's like not just country music. It's all. He has 11 studio albums and a bunch of endorsements. Listen, he's got, he's got so much money. Uh We weren't here whenever he was. Because he, he won Entertainer of the Year. Like, we missed that. Yeah, we did miss all I that. I only started to become buds with Brad a little bit after we got to town. And we would do some shows with him. And we just flew back with him yeah. on his plane. And that I was, was like, cool. 
what in the world? This thing mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. And he had barbecue on the airplane. Yeah. Remember and, that? And then, yes. And then when we landed, he had his car right next to the plane. Yeah. That was cool. It was, like, it was great. $95 million. <laughs> That's cool. Huh? <laughs> at number eight, excuse me, at number nine, Alan Jackson. Yeah, way down yonder on the chat of food. You never knew how much that muddy water meant to Worth $96 million. Wow. Come on, Alan. So obviously he's got tons of music, but he's branched out into other business deals, exclusive music, merchandise, Cracker Barrel, Ford Trucks, Napa Auto Parts, headlining tour by Fruit of the Loom. What, does he own Cracker Barrel? He does not own Cracker Barrel, but they have bought some Alan Jackson stuff. Got it. At number eight, Reba McIntyre. Did you know she got her start? With her siblings as the singing McIntyres, and they would go to rodeos. I <laughs> didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So her mom was also a country vocalist, but then she was like, I'm going to teach elementary school instead. And then Reba was discovered doing the national anthem at a rodeo. So 29 albums, the TV show Reba, movies, but Reba comes in at number eight with $98 million. She was the colonel, too, on KFC commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like a day. Now yeah. there's a big jump at number seven. It goes from 98. At number seven, this artist is worth $190 million. It's still, it's someone who's on the radio right now, but it's obviously someone who's been around a long time. Right now? Mm -hmm. Garth? No, not number seven. Come on, it's worth way more than that. It's Kenny Chesney. Oh, Kenny didn't receive his first instrument until he graduated from high school. He named the guitar the Terminator and learned to play. Moved to Nashville, one of the most successful country singers. He sold over 30 million albums. Wow. We're not doing the whole top 10 now, but I'm going to read you a couple more. But Kenny Chesney's worth $190 million. That's not bad. Holy mackerel. Doing okay. What number are we on? We're on Kenny Chesney. Six. We're on six. At number six, the only dead country artist on here is Kenny Rogers. You got to know. Worth $250 million. Whoa! Yeah, they start making massive jumps. Whoa! Money-wise. And number six is Kenny Rogers. Are we going to eventually get to the big B? A billion? Are there any billions in there? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow, Garth's crazy. But no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's some people with some massive money, but there is, uh, there, there's no billionaires. Okay. No, no, no. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> All right, we're going to hold there. That's, a, that's 10... To six. We'll do five to one coming Woo. up in a little bit. You guys guessed before the break. Eddie, what'd you guess? Garth, probably. What did I guess? Is that what you guessed? I think Garth. Yeah, you did guess Garth. Yeah. Who did you guess? I guessed Elton John because I didn't know. That. Oh, and then after we went to commercial, Lunchbox is like arguing about how El- Elton John's a country artist. I'm, he's like, where else would you put well, him? Well, I, I don't understand what else? category you'd put him in. But <laughs> he was a pop singer in the 70s. Yeah, man. Okay, in the 80s. On. Can I make a new guess? No, because now we're too far into it. <laughs> There's a podcast called Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. He talks about his first radio tour. Artists at the beginning of their career are basically shipped to every radio station around the country. It's exhausting, uh, but artists do it because they're getting that first look, but he talks about that. He's like, man, it's tough. But check it out. It's called Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. It's a new podcast that's doing really well, really entertaining. Uh, Here's a voicemail we got last night from Natalie in Iowa. 
I'm a few weeks behind on the podcast. But anyways, I just listened to the episode where um, Raimundo just got married and he was talking about the two girls that came up and he thought they hit on him. I'm not even going to lie. If I see an older man and he has a wedding ring on, he is 10 times more attractive. And I do believe it's the stability thing because it's something that I think a younger woman wants. Men are more attractive when they're married. <laughs> so just because they have a ring, they're stable. <laughs> Um, Are you saying that's not the case? (laughs) I mean, I just don't think a ring makes any woman or man more stable. You never know what. He may not even have a job. (laughs) He has a wedding ring. (laughs) You know, the big debate in my house now is I want to wear my wedding ring on my right hand because I'm left-handed. Oh, wow. Because I wear my watch on my right wrist. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to wear it on my left hand because what if I all of a sudden start get called in the game to pitch or or play quarterback? I don't want to lose it. I don't know if this is true, but I heard one time that uh, that you put it on your left because that goes to your heart. The vein goes to your heart. Is that right? Well, that's the saying. There are a lot of sayings. So, Bones, does your right hand go to your heart? My right hand goes to my butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she doesn't want you to have it on your right hand. I just don't want to wear anything on my left hand. That's my go-to hand. Well, you know what we say around here all the time is it's your relationship, your rules. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. We'll see. I also didn't want to wear it all the time. That's probably true, too. Well, they don't Smart. like that either, dude. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> that one I'm willing to give up. <laughs> what about a tattoo? Then you won't feel it. No. And then if you get thrown into pitch, doesn't matter. Yeah, I just I, I was just watching Rookie of the Year the other day on the airplane. <laughs> and all movie. of a sudden, he's in. He got the chance. I don't want that to be me. And my, I lose my wedding ring when I like, get called in. Put a C on your finger. Yeah, I don't hate that. For Caitlin. I don't hate that. In then Old I, English. Well, I'm not going to do Old English. <laughs> uh, the top five richest country singers continuing on the list. At number five, worth $300 million, the king of country, George Strait. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Do you know that he owns a Gulfstream G450 business jet company? Not just the plane. Oh. He owns the company. What? He co-founded the Vaqueros Del Mar Golf Tournament. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys. Vaqueros? Yeah. Vaqueros. Yeah, Vaqueros. Vaqueros. And then TV film. But George Strait worth $300 million. Number four worth $330 million. Garth Brooks. I got friends in places where the whiskey We know all Garth has. But at number three is Toby Keith. At three hundred sixty-five million. Wow! Come on, he has Toby. One guard. He does. Toby has been in the game since '93. Sixty-one singles, broke into TV, really climbed the charts with his business ventures, including the restaurant franchise. I love this bar and grill. Clothing line TK Steelman, and he's introduced a new adult beverage called Wild. I don't know what that adult beverage is. Me either. At number two, we only have two left. Nobody's got them. Who are the richest? They're both alive. Oh, Dolly. Yeah, Dolly has to be one of them. At number two, Shania Twain, $400 million. What? You don't what? No, that's amazing, but I'm trying to think of, like, does she have any of her endorsements, or is it all just her music? Febreze. Oh. Cody. I don't know what that is. C-O-T-Y. Makeup. I think. She carried the Olympic torch in 2010. She had a. She's the sixth best-selling female artist in the USA. Mm. She was a judge on American Idol. Maybe for what? Really? Like a, oh. I didn't know that. Uh, number one is Dolly Parton. Half a billion dollars. Oh. She has a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. She's donated a hundred million books. She's got so much going on. Netflix shows, movies, on and on and on. 
I'm reading this here. Shania Twain served as a guest judge at the Chicago auditions of season nine of American Idol. She would then serve as mentor. Okay. She wasn't like a full-time judge. I'm basically Shania. Yeah, there you are. I'm the Shania of American Idol. (laughs) Wow. Was that funny to you, Amy? Yeah. Except I don't have $400 million. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Dolly Parton wins as the richest country star at half a billion dollars. Mm. So congratulations to her. And she still comes on and and she's still the nicest person. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kelsey Ballerini, Gabby Barrett, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Lady A, Little Big Town, Tim McGraw, Thomas Rhett, and Darius Rucker with Lindsey Sterling are all set to perform for this year's CMA Country Christmas. It will be a throwback to the Christmas specials of the 60s and 70s. The show airs November 30th on ABC. Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood announced a television special for Christmas. It's the Garth and Trisha Live, a holiday concert event happening from their home studio. They will sing seasonal songs requested by viewers. It will air on CBS on December 20th. Kelsey Ballerini and Shania Twain talk about how their collaboration on Hole in the Bottle made them feel. When she sent me the song, I thought, yeah, this is a hit song. And thank you for thinking of me. And I'm privileged to be a part of it. That's how I felt. I could cry. I'm not going to, but I could. Thank you for saying all of that. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Shout out to Kevin Edward Gentleman's Barbershop in Connecticut. They held their second free veterans haircut day. So any veteran that served or is currently serving got a free haircut. So that's cool. But they were not. They were also told to bring, if they could, a non-perishable food item, which they did. And they got to donate to the local food pantry. So something small but pretty cool to give back to the veterans. If I was a veteran three weeks out, I would not cut my hair. Month out, I'm like, I'm going to Kevin Gentleman's Super <laughs> Barbershop. Kevin Edward Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my once a year free haircut. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Oxford, Mississippi. An Amazon driver is going through the neighborhood and it says, turn right. He turns right. Well, only problem is it was the cart path of a golf course. He didn't realize it kept going, coming up to a tunnel. Boom. Got stuck. Drove into the golf cart tunnel? Yes. It's only six feet tall, but he was like, man, I'm on the road. And boom, got stuck. Had to call a tow truck. Hour and a half later, they pulled his car out. Oh, do we think that the GPS told him to turn on the golf on the, the cart road? No chance. I think he just turned probably a road early. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. like 50 feet from the real road. Yeah. Although I have been confused too. I haven't done it, but I've been at a point where I'm like, should I go this way? It looks like a, a walking trail. But I haven't actually pulled the trigger and done the it. The owner of the golf course said he was very upset, thought the Amazon driver was being funny. But when he talked to him and he saw how upset he was, he realized it was an honest mistake. Mm. Crazy, he's a professional driver, too. He's making driving decisions. Uh, okay, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's do another round of Stars Are Just Like Us, Bobby Bone Show edition. Where, Amy, you were at the grocery store. Yes. And I look over. I'm in the produce somewhere over by the lemons and apples. And I look up, and I see this lady with the red hair doing her own grocery shopping. Reba. No! Yes. I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh, wow, that lady looks a lot like Reba. And then I heard her say something, and she has a mask on. You know, so you can't fully tell. But then once I heard it and I double-taked, 100% Reba. They're by herself, pushing her own little cart. Yeah, 
And then when I was checking out, she was in a checkout line sort of next to me. And I was just kind of side-eyeing. Totally her. And no one went up to her and said, hey, can I get a picture? No, honestly, I don't think people were paying that much attention. And with the masks, it's got to really help celebrities out. And she could also be like, I ain't Reba. Right. (laughs) What are you talking about? You know, earlier we're talking about Reba, and she's one of the 10 richest country stars, period. She has about $100 million, and she's out grocery shopping for, what was she getting? Because I would have gotten to her cart and seen exactly what Reba was yeah. buying. I tried to take inventory, mostly fresh produce. Not shocking. Of course. No spaghettios oh, or anything? I know. Nah, I, knew, so, I knew Reba loved fresh produce. And maybe some sort of a jam. Like <laughs> yeah. there was a jar full of something, but I definitely no ice cream. <laughs> trying to creep on her a little bit, but gave her her space for sure. Are you surprised, Eddie, that she doesn't have someone that does the shopping for her? Yes. I mean, that's with all that money, you wouldn't have to leave the house ever to do anything, much less go apples and oranges. And she had no security with her? Nope. She was just there by herself. Dang, that's the lie. And she went through the <laughs> checkout, and I thought, What's the lie? What does she, does she, when she pays for the credit card, does it say Reba? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great oh, point. Yeah, good I question. don't know. I thought I about the checker you at her. That her credit cards are under a, an LLC business name, Ruba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I think this is her. Beep. No, Ruben McIntyre. <laughs> okay, so it can't be her. Not her but so close. close, Jim. Holly, so close, yeah. So mm-hmm, stars are just like us. I was thinking about Chris Stapleton the other day. Same situation because in his song Arkansas, he talks about the blue lights being behind him, and he says that whole song was a true story. So they pull over. Can you imagine if a cop comes up and gets Chris Stapleton's ID and is like, "All right, Mister Stapleton, what the?" Yeah, you got to keep it together though. Right? Or do you go, "Hello, Mister Stapleton, I'm a huge fan. Hey, drive as fast <laughs> as you want, buddy." <laughs> You know, to be a police officer and pull over somebody famous would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and it's, you know what's happened. Yeah. yeah. The, the mask thing is weird, though, because they make people put on masks now when they come up to the car. So I bet you there are some celebrities that are, like, pulling it off. Like, no, officer. <laughs> Just to give him a glimpse. <laughs> you know, you know, don't you recognize my face? That's fun. You saw Reba. Was it a fancy grocery store? Uh, sort of a health market-ish. Ooh. Like, you can't find Heinz ketchup there, if that's what you're asking. What's the name of it? Fresh market? I knew Reba would be a fresh market. <laughs> Only the best for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I take pride in gift giving when it comes to Christmas, birthdays, Valentine's Day. Yeah. I'm an effort guy, and Caitlin really wanted some sort of, like, little fire pit or something in the backyard. She loves a fire. And at her other house, we had one. And she, she had said some stuff about it, but... I kind of let it go because we're just going through the process of getting the house ready. We moved into a house that needed some work, and so we've been slowly working on it. Well, secretly, I brought a guy out to look at, quote, the irrigation in the yard, but he was out measuring for a fireplace. We're going to put one on the back porch. And I had it all lined up. He was out, and I had him, because she had hurt her neck, and I had a massage schedule for her right at the time the, quote, irrigation guy was there. So she couldn't come out and get in our business and hear what was really happening. And all the details planned just right. And so I had uh, the guy come. We, we pick it out. So I'll take that one. We're going to do a full fireplace on the back porch. She's going to love it. I have to go to California to do my first spot on American Idol coming up in a couple weeks. Be gone a few days. And then we were going to come back and it was going to be done. Had it all lined up on him to get there, start. Everything was ready to go. And so I'm on my phone. Nobody's fault. And I'm on my phone and Caitlin's next to me and we're looking at this. That game Among Us. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, Among Us. So I'm like, hey, this is a game Among Us that... Eddie, Raimundo, we're talking about on the show, and a text goes, boop, hey, the contract for your fireplace is ready to no. go. Right when she's looking at the phone. Oh. Come on. So she saw that. Well, so I look over at her. Or did you just throw your phone? <laughs> I, I tried to play it cool. I look over at her, and she's now looking forward. 
in the car because we're in the back seat. Oh. She's looking forward in the car. And I'm like, did you see that? She's like, see what? She saw it. And I was uh. like, mm, did you see that? And she goes, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, man. And so I said, it's okay. And she goes, yeah, I saw it. I had the perfect. So she was going to come home. It was going to be built. There's going to be a fire go. We're going to have marshmallows, <laughs> probably chestnuts. Of course. Oh, I was so disappointed. Christmas music going on in the background. And no surprise. It's still a legit gift. Yeah, it's still thoughtful. But now that she's getting it before Christmas, do I have to get her something else? <laughs> oh, no. That's a, that's a like, real concern. Yeah, because you don't want to have Christmas and not have... Hold on, hold on. When re- when would the reveal have been? Like the 19th or something. Of December? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because here we are, November enough. 17th. She already knows. Can you get a Christmas gift over a month away from Christmas and just be fulfilled? <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think yeah, so. I think you're going to have to put something under the tree. Oh, man. How disappointing, though, huh? Dang, dude. Oh. I cu- well, as soon as it hit, I saw her head go <laughs> right to the front, and I was like, either I just got the luckiest ever, or she saw it and pulled her head. Yeah. She didn't want to run the surprise. She wanted me. Uh. That's why people need to use that invisible ink thing. What? The. Eddie and I were talking, so I showed him how to use invisible ink on text message. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's so cool. Send her a text with, with invisible ink. It's so cool, Amy. It's the best way to send something without somebody being ruined by a reveal like this. Yeah. Well, so how do I, Watch, what do you. I have to do? I'm going to say hi, Amy. Like, blow on my to phone? Touch it. No, touch, no, no. Touch the text. So I'm going to send this to you right now. Okay. You hold down that blue arrow that says send, and it just sent to you an invisible link. Now, you're going to see it pop up. Oh, did you get a text, Amy? You don't know what it is, though, huh? I don't have a text. Number not available. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, <laughs> that's the real invisible ink one. <laughs> did you enter the You're texting right. an invisible well, here's phone. What, no, here's what I did. I, limit, I I cut every text. I deleted every text message from my phone, period. Why? I had text message from 2012. Oh. And so I did all delete. Okay, coming at you now, oh, Amy. Should I just do that? Because I have 274 unread. <laughs> that's insane that you leave your messages. Well, unread. I don't even know what those, I don't even know what they are. I don't know how I missed them. Okay, tell me if you got that now. Boom. Now, do you see it? it? It pops up and it's all fuzzy. Okay, it just came through on my computer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On your phone. So you have to touch it. Re- just touch one word at a time. Go ahead, read them. Oh. Read it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Read it. Hi, Amy. What's up? Oh. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you sent her something bad again. Wait, and then it just self-destructs. And then it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but how is that like a special app Mm-mm. or is it It's on the phone that people don't use. Just hold on the blue arrow when you send one. So not the fireplaces guy, the fireplace guys fault. If he would have sent an invisible link. Come on. Hey Ray, tell me about this new futuristic speaker that's coming out. Yeah, it's coming out next year around Christmas time and it's called Sound Beaming and what it is, it's a cone that'll come from your computer, your television and it'll hit you right in the face. And so you can hear the TV without headphones, without earbuds, any of that stuff in, but only you can hear it if you go to the right. The left, you won't be able to hear it. It's muffled. It's a very lower level sound frequency. So it's like a laser beam of sound, and only in that laser beam can you hear this. Correct. But nobody else can hear it. Yes. So I could be playing, hypothetically speaking. (laughs) NBA 2K. I could be playing my PlayStation 4, (laughs) and Kaylin could be in the same room, and I could have it up and not wear headphones, Mm -hmm. and she couldn't hear it. She would hear a little something, but she would not be able to make out really what it was saying. It's not going to be completely silent, but to be, yours will be way louder in, inside of the cone than people outside of it. What do you think about that? It sounds like a little much to me. I'm good. I'll just wear headphones. <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? I can't, can't even we move. can just do something simple like implant devices in our brains? Mm. <laughs> simple. <laughs>
We're just all on our own frequency. We all have a different frequency. There's enough frequencies to go around. I know, but when I have earbuds in, like the wireless ones, people already have enough trouble if someone tries to talk to me when I'm walking and I'm like, I'm on, I have to move my hair away and be like, I'm on the phone. That would just be weird if you had the... People would never know when you're busy. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so Bobby, I have a list of male grooming habits that women absolutely hate. And I want to know if you do any of these and if Caitlin is annoyed by them. Okay, go ahead. Picking things. Skin, oh, nose, whatever. She hates when I pick. Because I take when I get nervous, I pick my fingernails. And your toes. And my toenails. <laughs> I pick them. I don't bite them like Lunchbox does. He eats his. That's right. But I pick them. And she's like, stop picking. Usually, I'm at peak pick during Arkansas Razorback football games. <laughs> yeah. she. It says here that when we see it, we can't unsee it. That's why we don't like it. Okay, what else? Uh, using a bar of soap for your entire body. Look. Yeah, but she uses the guest room shower. Okay. So I, I use the shower in our bathroom, and she's found it's just easier. Because I spend more time getting ready for, like, TV shoots than she does. She's like, okay, if you need all this room for makeup... And I'm the guy. It's like, you just take this bathroom. So not an issue with us. But I do do that. Poor nail hygiene. No, I pick them all off. I'm good. They're all clean. Yeah. I'm short. Yeah. Clean your nails. Keep them short. That's good. Uh, uh, too much cologne. I don't wear cologne at all. Never. I haven't worn cologne in probably uh, since I was 17. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you will ever? Does any do any guys on this show wear cologne? I do. You do? Really? Yeah. Yeah. He do. seems like a cologne guy. I've yeah, never... Victor and Rolf Spice Bomb. Shout out. Oh, yes. My husband wears that. That's good stuff. Ray seems like the most cologne guy in here. It's just an easy gift for people to get you, and you're always then going to smell good all year round. Yeah. What, what about else? your axe? That's body spray. Oh. Oh, yeah. Axe body spray. Um, and then lastly, soul patch, but you don't have that. No, I don't like any facial hair. <laughs> soul patch. She'd Bobby. kill me if I had a soul patch. Please grow one, bud. No, no, no. All right, what else Okay, so... As you know, or you may know, hopefully, that Alec Trebek, uh, the long Almost. time. Almost. Alec. Alec Trebek. There you go. Alec Isn't Trebek. Alex? Alex Trebek. Why did I say Alec? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Trebek. He passed away less than a week ago from pancreatic cancer and sports betting or bookmakers at sports betting. They're already taking bets on who's going to replace him. And Donald Trump is on the list of people. I saw. He's like, like when he's like if you're betting for Snoopy to be president. Okay. It's like at plus one million. Never going to happen. Right. But who are the top people? I would assume Ken Jennings. Yes. George Stephanopoulos. Uh-huh. LeVar Burton. From Reading Rainbow. Uh, oh, wow. That'd be cool. Yeah. Pat Sajak. From Well of Fortune. Mm-hmm. And Neil deGrasse Tyson. The astrophysicist. Huh. And Bobby Bones. I don't think I'm on that are list. Are you on that list? I just added him. Just oh. Oh. <laughs> But could we, Could is there a write-in? Could we bet well, on you? Well, sports betting isn't about what they know. It's about what people are going to put money on, right? Um, so, no. Well, who are you going to put money on? I don't know. I mean, I, listen, the truth is, I've been reached out to about the job, where they're just like, would you want to be up for it? The the stipulation they're putting on the show is you can't do anything else. Oh, but, if you oh. commit to that, that's that's it for everything else? No radio show. Whoa, no, no, no. no. But, We've got to say no then. Oh, well, because is this, a, this yeah, is an ongoing all-the-time mm-hmm. show? Well, it's... You shoot for a few months, you know, five shows a day. But still, what I've been told, because I did get a call from my my agent to go, hey, Jeopardy's reaching out. Do you want to be on the list? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Why would I not want to be on the list? I probably won't get it, but I'd love to just have a shot at it. I love that show. She was like, well, but if you get on the if you get the show, you have to quit everything else. And I was like, well, let's just cross that bridge when we get there, baby. Put me on the list. <laughs> so uh, that, like that. that's where it is. Well, I get it. No, I. 
I saw that full list and I scrolled to see if I was on it anywhere just because I'm vain that way. And I wasn't. And I was like, dang. Oh. <laughs> I was a little sad. Because I'm vain that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So heads up, Dolly Parton sat down with Oprah for her Apple TV Plus show called The Oprah Conversation. And if you have that, it's definitely something you want to check out. If you don't have it, you can get a free trial for like 7 to 14 days so you could watch this. But Dolly talked about how she, why she decided not to have kids and really... It gave her the opportunity to focus on her career. She married a very independent man, Carl Dean. They've been together more than 50 years. He avoids the spotlight. And then kids would hold her back from that as well. And she said she's been able to have the impact that she has because she had the freedom. And as we mentioned earlier, she's worth $500 million. (laughs) Half a bill. And it says here at 74 years old, she shows no signs of slowing down. She just released a Christmas album and announced plans for a television special under the same title called A Holly Dolly Christmas. Heck, she could run for president in four years and probably not be the oldest. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Okay. Oh, and this is fun too. On November 22nd, she's got a Netflix movie coming out called Christmas on the Square. I cannot wait for that. Nice. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A guy down in San Antonio, Texas, went to the graveyard to visit some relatives' grave sites, and he's there just paying his respects, and he noticed, man, some of these gravestones look bad. They need to be cleaned up. So he went home, did some research, and found out how the best way to uh, clean a gravestone. So since May, he's cleaned over 400 gravestones. Wow. Some of them are are over 100 years old, and he doesn't want his name out there. He goes, I just want to pay respects to them, and I don't want any recognition. 95%, that's an amazing story. Good for him. I just don't want to be hanging around graveyards all the time. The other 5% of me. Yeah, it's a little eerie. Yeah. <laughs> I can handle that. But some of those old gravestones, like you sometimes can't even tell what the name says because no, they're no so idea. messed up. Yeah, good for this guy. What's his name again? Uh, his name is Anonymous because he doesn't want to be recognized. Shout out, Sam. <laughs> hey, you Sen- almost Sen- got him. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> all right, that's what's up. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox asked if he could have... 60 seconds talking about why America has gone to crap. <laughs> and you said no? Well, I said yes. Ugh. Hesitantly. Lunchbox, your 60 seconds starts now. America has gone to crap. At first, I thought it was bad when we had The Masked Singer. And then I'm watching TV the other day and previews for The Masked Dancer. Are we kidding, America? How have we gone so low that you're going to watch people dance with a mask on and try to guess who the dancer is by the stupid moves? There has to be more creativity in this world, in America. And who in their right mind is going to sit in front of a television screen and watch this crap? This is what is wrong with America. We are falling apart at the seams. The mass Singer was the last straw, and this is just the end of the world. We are going down in flames because we watch crap like this. The mass Dancer coming to a TV screen near you. It's over, America. We are done. Five seconds in case you want to get a little last shot. It sucks. What are you guys thinking? You guys are all idiots if you watch this. All oh right, my that's gosh. time. Thank you very much. There he goes. I like the mass Singer. Oh, my God. You do? I, I thought it was a great show. Like, we'd watch it with my kids, and we'd all guess who it was, and we'd all have different guesses. Then we'd find out. The only bad thing was, like, we were like, okay, they take the mask off. Who is that? Don't really well, know. Well, and can I be honest with you? I've been approached about doing that, but I know I'd be humiliated when they 
don't know who I am when yeah. I take the head off. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Although I do think if you were out there as a mass dancer, we, yeah. would, we would guess you right I, away. I think you're more of a mass dancer because of your skills. <laughs> yeah. No, no skills. Either. I would know. We- my mouth is open <laughs> and my, my mask like it was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind the mass singer. Yeah. Okay, cool. that's fine. And I always look to see who it was. And sometimes I don't even know who they are. <laughs> that was the hard part. The masked dancer actually sounds way oh, more come ex- on, interesting stop, than the singer. Stop. Well, there you go. 60 seconds on while oh. America has, what did you say? Again? Gone to crap. Gone to crap. Nice. And that's what it was. I thought it might be divisiveness in the political system. Right. Maybe food insecurity and how we're not taking care of folks. But sure. no, it's the masked dancer. Uh, let's go over and get Amy's morning corny in right now. The morning corny. Why didn't four ask out five? Why didn't four ask out five? Because he was too squared. Two squared is four. (laughs) Got it. That was the morning corny. Possibly the most highbrow joke in the history of the morning corny. No, I had some higher ones, (laughs) Mm. but... Hey, some math teachers are going to enjoy that. Okay. Last week on the show, Amy, when you weren't here, I admitted to the guys that I like to be Little Spoon sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Does she even do that to you? Does she do the big spoon? Is she weird about that? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's weird? Is she, does she comfort you like that way? Do you have to say, okay, it's time. I need to. Told you, dude. Like, what do you, how do y'all. When she came on the show, this was a whole three-day ordeal. Where I. When she was here doing, or she was on the show? She came on with Craig Morgan. Yes, to watch him. To watch. And then the next day I brought up, hey, guys, do you ever just want to be the little spoon? And they're all like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh. So what I say is, hey, will you hug me? And so I turn over and I'm the little spoon. And I have to really get into a ball kind of. Right. Now, that's what I'm. And then she big spoons me and then she puts her arm over me. But then, and then does I she fall, have to say I, like. I fall asleep in three to five minutes every time. Oh, okay. I thought I pictured it being like a, a moment. And then she says, okay, is this enough? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but listen, this could go back to something you've needed maybe from when you were a child exactly what we what i said what scuba steve said like yeah. I, i've never been able to be loved and comforted right but now i'm like can i will you hug me and then i turn into get into a ball and then she little she's big spoons me i know so i can't hate on that i mean i feel a little awkward for you right now but it's when i think about it big picture you have a need and she's meeting it like that's what relationships are for Yes, thank you. And that's beautiful. Still funny though, huh, Amy? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've also learned that it's called jetpacking when someone, like she's my jetpack instead of my big spoon. Oh, because you think that sounds better? Well, I was told that. And then I had a couple guys in the country music world, one of them specifically who reached out, big fella, like big guy, and was like, I like to be a little spoon sometimes too. You can't say mm-hmm. out him? No. Mm-hmm. Have they admitted or anything? Have they no. tried to come no. out? Eddie, you guessed it was... Uh, Luke Combs. I said Luke Combs. In lunchbox, yes, it was Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's not either one of those guys. Any guess that you have? Hmm. I'm not gonna tell you if you're right Big or wrong. Big guy, Luke he, Brian. Could be Luke Brian. I'm not saying if it's yes or no. <laughs> I love the jetpack. I, I can see that. <laughs> Caroline's spoon me. <laughs> I don't know. I think that that's okay though. That's healthy. You know what you need, and I love that you were able to tell her because some men might not be able to tell Thank their you. woman they need to be spooned. 
Amy's Amy, laughing. Amy, if your husband came to you and said, No, it's true, though. Oh, I, man. I, I laughed because I... I've dealt with this for a week. Why. Yeah, yeah. You asked again, dude. Yep. You know what I got, Caitlin? And I think she's going to give it to her mom is Legacy Box. Yes. Not that's a, great, a good one. It's a great gift. Yes. So if you don't know what Legacy Box is, it is a mail-in service to have old pictures, uh, camcorder tapes, anything converted that's paper or mater- to, to DVD or, or digital. And so you yeah. get a box, they send it to you, you put it all in the box, you send it off. And then all that old school stuff that you're afraid of losing, stuff trapped on videotapes or old pictures, is then put on what you can have on your phone or your computer. So I encourage you guys to check it out. It's a great gift. Again, give it to Caitlin. You can go to LegacyBox.com slash Bones and get the deal, too, if you want one. LegacyBox.com slash Bones. But I, I say that because I have it here today. Everybody got their Crocs, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Somehow they were all sent to my house. I could have just kept them all. They sent you all the Crocs? Yeah. I had, like, 12 pair. Oh, well, thank you for not keeping those. It's very nice Man, of you. They're comfortable, too. So, oh, I have... My, they sent me Justin Bieber ones, too. You got huh? the Bieber what? ones? Yeah, Let me I have, see. I have one today. What? I love Justin Bieber. Oh, hold on. Maybe we Are they? They have those. a smiley face on them, or oh, oh cute. Yep, man, they do. Cool, mm. Got a bunch of those jewels. What are they called? Don't worry Charms. about that. Don't worry about that. I'm done talking about it. Okay. Okay. I want you guys awesome. to get any ideas? Yeah. Whining again. <laughs> that wasn't us. It was one guy. We googled easy riddles for kids. I have a whole list of them. It's time to play. Riddle me this. All the adults in the room, you're in the mix here. Amy, you're up first. Okay. You'll have 15 seconds from the end of the riddle to get it right. If you don't, you'll be eliminated. Are you ready? Ready. I'm a kind of band that doesn't make music. What am I? I'm a kind of band that doesn't make music. What am I? You have 15 seconds. Riddle me this. Okay. Go ahead. Rubber band. Correct. On to the next round. Lunchbox. I am a king, but I'm also a measurer. What am I? I am a king, but I'm also a measurer. What am I? I got it. A ruler. Correct. Oh, man. Nice work. Like measuring cup. (laughs) Eddie. Come on. I am a vehicle. I spell the same when you read me forwards as well as backwards. What am I? I am a vehicle. I spell the same when you read me forwards as well as backwards. What am I? I spell the same? Time starts now. Car. Rack. Truck. Hurts. Don't know what this is. I'm a vehicle. Plane. Plane. Time. Eddie, I need an answer. Plane. Plane. Plane forward. P-L-A-N-E. Plane backward. E-N-A-L-P. No, it's race car. Spell the same forward and backward. R-A-C-E-C-A-R. Backward. R-A-C-E-C-A-R. Wow. Didn't know that. Eddie, you've been eliminated from Riddle Me This. Morgan. I am as hard as a rock. But I melt immediately in hot water. What am I? Hard as a rock. I am as hard as a rock, but I melt immediately in hot water. What am I? Uh, hmm. 
Lava. Is that your answer? <laughs> yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> Couldn't have given me that one, Vince? What is it? Go on, ice. 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 Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't think that way. I had yours. We could have switched. <laughs> uh, only two people remain. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're falling off quickly here. I use my ear to speak and my mouth to hear. What am I? Amy, coming this is over mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use my ear to speak and my mouth to hear. What am I? I use my ear to speak and my mouth to hear. What else has a mouth and an ear besides? Has to be something that's not really a mouth and an ear. Time. I, I need an answer. Lava. Lava. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, look to your left. It's your phone. Um, oh, it's my. It's my ear to speak. I still don't get that one, but okay. <laughs> and my mouth. Look. Ear talks. You put it up to your ear. That's what talks. Okay. And your mouth. Their mouth. Okay. Ears. All right. Like you speak into their mouth. All right. Okay. You listen through their ear. They're speaking. <laughs> I got gotcha. Speak into their mouth. Lunchbox, you can win this one. Let's go! Oh, in the second round, you're gonna nail it. Here we go. Come on. I can fly, but I have no wings. I can cry, but I have no eyes. Wherever I go, darkness follows me. What am I? I can fly, but I have no wings. I can cry, but I have no eyes. Wherever I go, darkness follows me. What am I? Timer starts now. I can fly, but I have no wings. I can cry, but I have no eyes. And darkness follows me wherever I go. For the win, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I have no idea on this one. I can cry. Time. Ah, an onion. An onion is incorrect. Clouds. They can mm -hmm. fly, they have no wings. They wow. can cry, rain, but That's no good. eyes. Ah. Darkness follows them. I had stars, but that wasn't right either. We are now to sudden death. You guys will be buzzing in with Woo! your answer. Let's go! Ready. Ready. Amy, you say Amy. Lunchbox, you say Lunchbox. Yeah. I have lots of money. But I need someone else to carry me around to spend it. What am I? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. A wallet. <laughs> yeah, you had you have lots of money. I need someone to carry around to, to spend it. That's probably right. Yeah, that's right. The answer is wallet. Yeah! There he goes. Oh, I got no money. In He's pulling out his wallet. Oh, but there was no money. <laughs> Say, Bobby. Say it. You know what I love to say? It's something like this. It goes, riddle me this. There he is. Oh, boy. You want the bonus one? Hell, yeah. let's do a bonus. Lunchbox only since you're the winner. Oh. All right. If a rooster lays an egg on the exact peak of the barn, okay, tip top of the barn, yep. which side does it fall? Very top of the barn. If it, if what? I don't even understand. Okay, so if a rooster lays an egg on the very peak of the barn, yeah. which side does it fall? Don't get this wrong because you're the champ. You got to get this Man, right. Man, it's got to be bottom, the left side, <laughs> the right side. <laughs> if it falls, if it's on the peak. Very, it's, it's on the very peak, right? Like I'm talking about it's balanced perfectly <laughs> on the top. Yeah. Okay. 
and it falls. Right, if Rooster lays an egg on the exact peak, the very tip top, Got balanced, it. what Got side it. does it fall? Got Go ahead. It. That's impossible. Roosters can't lay an Got egg. Got it! Yeah! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! That was good. I, I, it took me a minute to hear you say rooster. <laughs> I was trying to get through. I was like, you know, have a rooster. Woo! Nice job. Yeah. Lunchbox wins. It's been a while. That's your game. Like Champ's that. back. Oh, man. I've been, woo. I've been what? I've been slacking on that game lately, but it feels good to get back in the win column on Riddle Me This. I don't right. want to say it again because I already won. On Thursday, that big wheel right there with all of our names on it, you see it in front of Amy? I do. Oh, does she not know about oh, the challenge? Oh, she does not know. Oh! Amy, you're going to hate no, this. No, I'm good. No! No, no, you're not good. Oh, Amy, no. you're no, not you, going to be good. like it, no, no, Amy. No, no, it's no, not no. bad. Mike, can you bring one in? I'll bring one in. What? I can't. It's I'm, not bad. Amy's been gone for a week. I forgot this was completely <laughs> lost on her. <laughs> this is terrible. What is it? On Thursday's show. What's get, what? What? Nothing. What? Just tell me. So for $15, you can get on the internet and buy a single chip. And that's what I bought, a single chip. It's being walked in now. Mike, if you'll bring me one of those. Like a chip that you eat? Yes. You like chips, right, Amy? <laughs> Who doesn't Is love Is it a like chip? super hot or something? The hottest. And listeners have been calling us to tell us you're out of your mind. It's called the One Chip Challenge, the Carolina Reaper Sichuan Heat One Extremely Hot Tortilla chi- Chip. Mm-hmm. Warning. Oh, I like do that hockey brand. Perfect. Do? do not eat if you're sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or... Pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children. After mm. touching the chip, wash your hands with soap. Do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. The Reaper shows no mercy. The Reaper. This is the chip we'll be eating on Thursday's show. We have a wheel right there. And if you you want it to land on your name, because then you're eliminated. Oh, so the last no, one. Okay. All right. Oh, last no. one standing. Oh, okay. I hate that. Oh, my gosh. It'll land on me. No, it always lands on me. No, no, if it lands no, no, on you, that's good, that's guys. I mean. That's what I said. Oh. I feel confident that I. It's gonna famous land last on words. Me famous last words. Gonna... Well, I don't win anything, so I'm. Sure no, no, I'm no, no, no. The not... Lord only gives you so much that you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I can't handle it <laughs> right now. So, like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat that. Nope, it's gonna but, land on me. But if it, if you do have to eat it, mm-hmm. will you eat it? I, I mean, I guess I have nice. to, but I don't, it's not, that's not a problem. Because it won't happen? It's like the, yeah. the wheel's going to land on me, I'm going to be eliminated. Thursday morning show, that's what we're doing. How are your kids, by the way? What's going on with school? They're pretty good. I mean, they're getting to where now they don't want to go to school because of coronavirus, because people are dropping like flies. There's my daughter's friend, I think, left in her class. There's maybe four students in there, and the rest are gone virtual. And then her t- one of her teachers, we got an email, came down with it. Then another teacher at the school whose daughter's on the soccer team, they have it. So it just started. And then it gets in my daughter's head and she is saying, Mom, I, I, I don't think I want to go anymore. And I said, well, we're going to have to go until they say otherwise. Because she can handle at-home school. My son probably cannot. So we need to keep going to school. Are they wearing masks all day? Mm-hmm. Do they have a standard mask, or can you just kind of grab bag and take whatever you want? They, I mean, they kind of wear whatever. Even if they forget their little cloth one, we have, the school has disposables. Like, there's been times we've gotten out of the car, and my son has been like, oh, my mask! And then they have them right there, a box, and they hand them a, a disposable mask. So, 
they're masked up. We'll just have to see what happens. I'm fingers crossed. Eddie, what's happening with your kids? Well, I got a terrible email last Friday that said the uh, same thing that Amy's saying. A lot of the teachers are going down with corona or have been exposed with corona. Therefore, this week, my son in middle school is staying at home, learning from home. And that is no good. Because we have, we did this for so long and it was tough, like so tough to, for our kids to stay home. And it's just one right now, but who knows? It can be the rest in like two weeks or so. But it's hard for us to get our stuff done when we have, you know, our 12-year-old being like, Mom, help me with this. Dad, help me with this. A computer won't work. I had to buy a printer, Bones. I had to buy a printer because they require a printer now because they're going to send him stuff to print out. And he's going to have to fill it out and then scan it back to him. Can you just show up in your underwear, though? No. So they have special rules. This is a, it's a good question. They're like, no, you have to show up at 8 a.m. sharp. Zoom call at 8. Cannot be late or you get a tardy slip. And you have to be dressed up like you would be at school. What if you can't afford a computer? They have school-issued iPads. They do? Yes. My son's school, all they all have school-issued iPads. But the printer thing's weird because you'd think the iPad, the work could be done on the iPad. And it's, they, sometimes they do old-school stuff where they're just like, print it out, fill out this, or write an essay that, and then send it back to us. Yeah, that's annoying. It's a pain, dude. It was. I saw the email. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You cannot... Be. This cannot be happening again. My sisters, and they, they're they on our show, airs there too. Shout out Pagosa Springs High School. They just shut down the they're, until December 1st. And my sister was like, you they're know what? They're not going to go back in yeah, December 1st. Yeah, she's like, just don't break it to us softly. Just hit us with the fact that we're probably not going back the rest of the year. It's about to get real bad and the mm-hmm. hospitals are going to get full. You're not going to see the death rate go crazy, but hospitals are going to get full. People can't get in the hospitals for other reasons. You know, I don't know that we don't go back to working at home some eventually if it gets so bad. And then next year, let's go vaccine. Come on, vaccine. Yeah, Yeah, you you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm so ready to be vaccinated. Come on, vaccine. What? It hurts my arm. (laughs) (laughs) It's still two days later. It hurts. There's a guy on TikTok who did the COVID taste test challenge. Because, Eddie, you had COVID. I did. And you lost. Smell, no, no, not taste. Not taste. Thank goodness. So one of the things, because when I wake up in the morning, I'm always smelling and tasting something. Just, just to in make case. sure. And so I'm like, okay, today I'm good. But they're like, that's the number one thing. Like if you wake up and you're like, oh crap, no smell, no taste. Like you probably have it. Yeah. And so a positive rapid test is what confirmed his theory, but the friends didn't believe him. So he ate a whole onion because he couldn't taste it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. To prove it to them that he had COVID and lost his taste, he, on TikTok, made a video of eating a raw onion and car- and garlic paste and drinking a shot of lemon juice. And it's like, can't taste any of it. No problem. Here's a clip. So I figured I'd just, like, eat some stuff that would be strong or pungent or something, you know, just to see what it's like. So here's an onion. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> shot of lemon juice. Nothing. Garlic paste. Nothing. This is a crazy virus. Isn't that nuts that yeah. you just lose all weird. taste? Yeah. yeah. Does he have a? Is he in a relationship? Because he isn't gonna stink. Also, poison <laughs> <laughs> garlic. Uh, unpopular opinion, but I think makes sense. Imagine how great it would be if we didn't have taste buds, and we only ate nutritious things. We wouldn't eat we, bad stuff. We ever. didn't know the difference. You wouldn't eat bad stuff. Correct. Yeah, you wouldn't even. I know that's unpopular. Yes, very. Because the joy we get from certain. But you tastes. wouldn't even know the joy existed. But he's not saying everybody get corona. He's just saying no if taste buds. If we never had taste buds, right? You're eliminating you know, a, a level of joy. But you're eliminating obesity, uh, heart disease to a point. Yeah, why would I want a cheeseburger? You don't even right. know it. It's yeah. like people who never had a TV. Exactly. 
You're like, well, let's give these Amish folks a TV. They don't know joy. No, no, they're living a greater <laughs> life. <laughs> Although, man, they see some good TV Some shows people cooking, they cook with love. You can do other things. Okay. Play chess. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Um, best of luck to you kids and oh, you guys. Cause I know you. your thank mental you. health is a big part of that too. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's <laughs> huge. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Many people were thanking veterans for their service in honor of Veterans Day, including Dr. Jason Watts. The dentist is the owner of Watts Dental Practice in Apollo Beach, Florida. And for the third year in a row, he's stepping up to keep our nation's heroes smiling. Dr. Watts offers free dental care to veterans as a thank you for their sacrifice and service. Last year, he was able to help 150 veterans with more than $70,000 in dental work on the house. Wow. The act of gratitude from Dr. Dr. Watts and his staff makes an incredible difference in so many veterans' lives. He's so happy about it. He says, quote, the opportunities our military gives us to have our freedom every day, it's the least I could do. That's awesome. That's a lot of free dental work. Dental work ain't cheap. Yeah, it's not. Wow. Great job, Dr. Jason Watts. That's amazing. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> If you check out Movie Mike's movie podcast, talking about the funniest comedies from the 90s, think about that. Because I put Dumb and Dumber up there, anything Adam Sandler did. Funniest comedies from the 90s. Yeah, what's that guy in the little coat? Tommy Boy. Oh, that's yeah, a good that one. one. Yeah. What about something like Clueless? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Well, check out Mike's podcast. That's what it's all about. He has Happy Gilmore at five. Mm-hmm. Good one. Friday at number four. That was good. Half baked at number three, which wait. Well, half baked was super funny. I just first I came out in nineteen ninety eight. I never smoked weed. I've never smoked weed in my life now, and I'm forty. But I still thought it was funny, even though I couldn't fully appreciate it. Um, Billy Madison at two, and I won't tell you what number one is. But check out Movie Mike's movie podcast. It's got a really good podcast, not just about what movies are coming out, but just in general. All right, let's go to the news. Bobby's big story. Finish. The headline of this news story, okay? Okay. With what you think the answer is. Okay. Parents who let their children watch a lot of TV end up more blank. Parents? Parents who let their children watch a lot of TV end up more blank. Uh, Sane. Sane. Eddie? Uh, Yeah, happy. Happy. The answer is stressed. Oh, what? Now, why do you think that is? Because once I read it, I, I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm ready for my kid to be raised by TV. Because, I don't know, the kids. <laughs> Baby's born. Here you go. Kids, learn away. Let's start the office. <laughs> the kids learn. Did they learn things? Maybe you're worried about what they're going to see. They can't, yeah. Ish, ish. You're okay. kind of getting on track there. Their kids pester them to buy the products they see oh. in ads. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens. Researchers go to about a thousand parents and they go, hey, what's happening here? They found out the more advertising that children see, the more parents feel stressed because the kids are like, hey, can I have that? Can I have that? How does that work with you? Yeah, well, so we don't have cable. We stream all of our stuff. So when we do Netflix and whatnot, the kids don't have to worry about commercials. When we do Hulu Live, they see commercials and they get so frustrated. So it, I don't think that really applies to us, but I can. it happens on different apps, I guess, they're in. The things my daughter sees, I don't know if it's when she's on her computer or at school, but she'll tell me all about things. So I think it's more so on the computer. You know what kids are missing these days? What? <laughs> what? Is that three-minute break in the middle of a TV show where you have to run to the refrigerator, 
go pee and get back before the show comes oh, yeah. on. And when oh, you're not back it. in time and you're looking at the pressure, it's starting! <laughs> yeah. And you have to sprint back. Kids are missing that these yeah. days. Now they just go pause. I remember when DVR first came out. DVR and caller ID were two things that happened in my life where I went, my world will never be the same. Mm-hmm. I could not believe you could pause live TV. And I'm going to tell that to my kids someday and they're going to go, Dad, don't be stupid. We can now tell TV exactly what to do. Right. We can see. We can tell how the story goes. When caller ID happened, and only the rich people in town had caller ID first, and I would go over to my friend Evan's house. He was considered rich for Mountain Pine. He wasn't rich, mm. but in Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he was above the poverty line. And so we would go over, and he had caller ID. And I was like, I cannot believe you can tell who's <laughs> calling your house. And I would just stare at it. And I would just wish someone would call so I would see their number. And then when we got it for our house, and then three-way calling. Oh, don't even get me started on three-way calling. <laughs> when you could patch someone in. Yeah. Do, oh, I didn't even have that many friends, and I was like, let's three-way call Ben. Did y'all? Did boys ever three-way call other guys secretly with the third person? What on the, no, no just that's probably just a girl thing. It's really mean. <laughs> it's awful, actually. Not proud of it, but yeah, you would if you knew a friend was talking bad about you, you could get one friend to call that friend and pipe you in on three-way, and you were quiet, and you could hear the friend talking bad about you, and then you'd be like, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just had some wow. trauma. I think we had some trauma just <laughs> yeah. kind of brought back up. Is that? Well, I know it wasn't just me because I would have Amy three people on the call. Amy was going to ask Morgan, but Morgan was born in the 90s and she's like, hey, I'm out of this. Do you have anything similar to yes. that? Thank no, you. no, you're good. It was, it was definitely a girl thing. Yeah. Girls are way meaner than guys. I know guys have the reputation for being jerks, a-holes, because yes. mm-hmm. we can be, we are, but you, women are more cutting. Caddy. Then guys. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, that's the news. That's story number one. Hit me with another one. Bobby's other story. Nothing says love like sharing a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. A Nebraska couple wanted to add a little twist to their engagement photos, so they went to Chick-fil-A. Cody and Amy both loved Chick-fil-A and decided to declare their love with a chicken sandwich to celebrate the recent engagement. They went there with a photographer. They wanted to have some engagement photos taken. They got them. The local Chick-fil-A saw them, shared to social media. They went pretty viral. Chick-fil-A for life? No. I didn't see that. Only if they named their baby. I'm going to tell you something about when restaurants give people cards for life. Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay. Yeah? What does he have? Good friend of mine. He has a Chipotle for life card. What? For life. How did he get that? Of every award Dan and Shay's ever got. And listen, (laughs) they have them all. Pound for pound, one of the absolute biggest artists in country music Uh based on the the songs they put out, the streaming they get. Of every award, the CMAs, the billboards, that Chick-fil-A for life card, that's the one. Do they have a Grammy? Possibly. Yeah, I bet they have a Grammy. But who cares? They have a Chick-fil-A for life card. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, by the way, Mike D put his engagement photos up. Mm-hmm. And Mike D, they're extremely cute, whatever you say about it. But let me have a talk with you about these. Okay. Because in the one, hold your, Amy, look at it. Mike D has somewhat hairy hands, but not crazy hairy. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike, it looks like the, the lighting is so weird. It looks like you're Wolfman in that picture. Yeah, they look very hairy. Have you seen it? Yeah. Why did you not go, hey, switch the camera on that? I thought it looked all right. Amy, look look that's, at Mike D's hands. That's his hand. No, no, no. It's my hands. Look at the light in these pictures on Mike D's hands. Because they're great pictures, but he's not that hairy. Say it on the microphone. Oh. 
Okay, yeah, it looks hairy, but also like you got a really tight grip on her. It looks like a full moon is out, werewolf. <laughs> yes. And not only are your hands super hairy, but you're choking her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not letting it's her like go. Really, it's like really tight. Keep choking away. Yeah. Like not letting Lunchbox her go. De- but look at his hands in real life. He has hair there for sure. Dude, you look totally different in the pictures. Yeah, like the you lighting. really do look like Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. Caitlin goes, "What is?" Caitlin goes, "Is Mike that hairy?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the picture. And I go, "Yeah, he's probably the hairiest guy in the show. He's got chest hair." And she's like, "Look at his hands." And I was like, "Teen Wolf? <laughs> Did he ride on top of the van getting to these pictures?" <laughs> <laughs> the, but the other ones, you look, your hands aren't that bad. Mm. Anyway, I, they're great pictures. But holy moly, like braid those knuckles in this picture. <laughs> wow. They're great, Mike. But they up. are great, but that's just a weird light on your hand. Uh, we'll post it on our... Can we? Do we have permission to post that? You Do I have permission to put them up so people can go, oh, well, dang, that's, that's what I'm asking. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> liar. Look at those hands. Um, how is it? How, how were engagement photos, Mike? Do you have to pay for those extra or does your wedding photographer do them? Uh, we have a different one, so we have paid extra. What's that run you? <laughs> More than I thought. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Are wow. you going to take them? Engagement Wait, photos? I think so. I, I, you kind of have, have photos yes, from your on. engagement. Let, let, no, no, no. Let me say this. If it were up to me, I would be like, let's just get married tomorrow. Sure. Like, you are the right one for me. We will be together forever. Let's just go. I don't want to rob her of any experience based on me just going, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, yeah, we'll do engagement photos. And we put them in the invitations. Apparently, I'm not sure what happens. Even for registering for stuff, I was like, I don't need anything. But then I was like, I don't want to rob her of the joy of getting to go somewhere and do some registering for stuff. Mm -hmm. Like stuff that, like towels. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we'll do something philanthropic as well. But I don't want to rob, I can't let my selfish behavior going, I don't need anything. Take the experience away from her. So that's my goal. I'm trying to be more present and aware. And we're going to do engagement photos. Don't know. You don't know where or anything. Don't know anything about you just it. Just got to pick a tree, right? And just have her like touch the tree, and then you're behind her. Or just... in the big old field with overgrown grass where you never go, but you got to go there <laughs> to take are. pictures. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> they look pretty though. So they're not ridiculous if they mean something. I know to the person in the pictures. Mm-hmm. And I haven't found that field yet, but I will. <laughs> that field. <laughs> All right, that's the news. Bobby's big story. Call us if you want, 877-77-BOBBY, 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. That's the number. If you have a question, comment, we'd love to talk to you. So Tiffany's is the expensive jewelry company? Yeah. I've never been into a Tiffany store. Not even in New York. You've never just walked in for fun. Why do I want to go places where I'm not going to get anything? (laughs) (laughs) And it's not fun to me to see really overpriced things that I also have no interest in. So, no, you have? Yeah. I think the first time I went to New York, it was one of the places I wanted to go into because I'd seen it on the movies. Mm, I guess I don't watch those movies. Yeah. Are they in any Adam Sandler movies? (laughs) No. Uh, Tiffany's has a gold paper clip for $1,800. Tiffany & Co. is an iconic brand. The story says whether or not you've been fortunate enough to shop at the luxury brand or just simply know of its cultural significance, there's no denying the fact that Tiffany's reputation precedes it. But get you an 18-karat bookmark paperclip for $1,800. For a single paperclip. For a bookmark. It's a paperclip. <laughs> hmm. For a paper. For a clip. For a bookmark. <laughs> Anything. A paperclip. Yes, $1,800. <laughs> 
Unbelievable. That's they should crazy. take pictures of people that buy these and post them on the internet. Yeah. So well, we can know never to trust them for any of our decisions. Exactly. Saw that this morning. Some people give uh, baby rattlers from there, from Tiffany's. I don't know how much the they are. We'd have to look them up. But yeah, it's, they gift it to kids and it's like a collection thing for the kid. But I always thought, oh my gosh, that kid doesn't even know what that is. And it's <laughs> worth like hundreds of dollars, a little rattle. Hey, Mike, will you Google Tiffany rattle? Isn't that what it is? Like yeah. a Tiffany and company rattle. I have never heard of such thing where you buy a kid. Now I see the Kardashians buying $10,000 purses for their kids. Right. Tiffany's has a whole section of baby gifts. I'm looking on their website. What on earth? They have Tiffany teddy bears. I'm going to get a full report for you guys very soon. <laughs> Please. There's a Tiffany <laughs> piggy wait. bank for $2,000. like a piggy bank? It's a piggy bank in sterling silver for $2,000. What? I'll take three. <laughs> click, oh click. Can we hear you clicking? This is unbelievable. Mm. Click the teddy bears. This is another piggy bank, which is just a can. Okay. It looks like a Campbell suit cam. This has bank on it. And it's $1,000. What? For Tiffany's. Yeah. Wild. You just have two. I'm, I'm just, here. there are picture frames. There's a teddy bear for $700. Like a it's, silver teddy bear? Yeah, it's about eight inches tall. No, it's not silver. It's plush. Oh, like it has fur. $700. Hmm. I have to stop doing this or I'm going to go absolutely insane. Get that off my screen, Mike. I need it off my screen immediately <laughs> before I go nuts. Uh, let me go over and talk to Connie in New York. Connie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. What can I do for you? Well, I've been listening to your show. You guys are all awesome. Um, I'm curious. I've heard you say that you're from Arkansas, and I'm just wondering where the Southern draw went. Well, it's still there a bit. I can tell you what I did. When I was 18, 19 years old, was at Henderson State University. Across the street, the rich kid school was Washtenaw Baptist University, literally across the street. And over at the rich kid school, they had speech path that you could go for free because they needed kids to work on. And I thought, well, I'm going to be in broadcasting my whole life. So... I'm going to go over and learn how to, t- how to speak, hopefully, in a way that people couldn't distinguish where I was from. So I went over, and for years, two years, I took this speech path for my sake and for theirs because they learned how to teach kids. Mm. And so I worked out my eyes because growing up in Arkansas, even when I go home, it starts to slip back a little bit. Instead of something like, I'm going to eat some ice, it's I'm going to eat some ice. Yeah. And I never realized I had an accent because everybody around you talk like that. It's still the warmest accent to me because that's where I'm from. When I go home, it's like, oh, this feels good. I can put my pants. It's like putting on a nice pair of pants <laughs> at the end of the night. Nice and snug. Yeah. Uh, but I, the I's, the NG's, you know, we did, growing up, I did a lot of fishing, but we never called it fishing. <laughs> it's fishing. Yeah. So I was working on those little things. So there are absolutely elements of my my speech that has an accent in it, but I went hopefully going, hopefully I can get a job anywhere. Because when I started, people were like, you'll never be, be, be good at what you do because of your accent. Now I embrace it fully. If anything, it's come back a little bit over the last couple of years because I just love it. And it says something about who you are personally. We should be proud of where we come from. I know I am, but that's probably why it isn't as thick as you would think, Connie. But I appreciate that question. That's absolutely very interesting. Thank you for answering it. You're very welcome. Oh, All right. yeah. <laughs> Connie, have a great day. Thanks. See you later. You too. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Say uh, bye. Speaking of Arkansas, I would say bye. 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 bye.
Daddy. You guys can laugh at your little hillbilly friend here. That's okay. I see you all snickering. <laughs> I am who I am. Okay? We're not laughing at yeah, you. Yeah, I see laughing. Scuba Steve in the room laughing his little bald head off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's all right, though. He says, yeah. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> I know who I am. Uh, let's go over and talk to Sarah in Arkansas. Uh, speaking of Arkansas, Sarah, how are you? Morning, studio. Morning. Um, I'm good. Bobby, I just got to say, I um, just dropped my kid off school listening to how you don't want to take any of the wedding experience away from Caitlin. And I'm just wondering, can you teach my husband any of those things? Why? What's going on with him? Oh, you know, he doesn't. I want to take family photos, family photos every year. And he's always like, oh, why? Because I want them. Is your husband a pirate? Why? Why you want <laughs> No photos for me. Swashbuckling in photos. <laughs> That's every guy, though. It is. We it don't is. want to do photos. You have to understand also, I am 40 years old. I have never been engaged. I've never been close to it. I've never been married. No kids. I've been extremely selfish in that my life has only been about me, my career, and that's it. I've had on horse blinders, like, I know what I want, I'm going to get it. So I've had to peel those blinders back a bit, and I'm thankful for it because of Caitlin, because she's like, hey, you got to remember, this is a team now. And it was tough for you because you've, you've always felt like you were on your own, you had to do it by yourself, you had nobody to trust. But it's been great for me in other life situations too, because I can feel that dripping over into other elements of my life, which is a great thing. Sometimes it's annoying because I'm like, I don't want to deal with other, but I do. And I'm trying to make sure that she has every experience that she wants. And I don't just bowl her over and go, you know what? Why do we need engagement pictures? We have a thousand pictures of us. Nope. If that's something she wants to do, let's go. Cause she deals with a bunch of my bull crap and I don't think anything of it because I'm just used to my bull crap being dealt with. So where's your husband? Is he there? Put him Aww. on the phone. He is not here because I am heading to my mom's preschoolers mm. group. Okay. And um, he's watching our four-year-old because he's been on quarantine. He's military, so we're not originally from Arkansas. Um, we're originally from South Dakota. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Hey, let me say this because your husband's going to hear this on playback, I'm sure. What's his name? His name is Josh. Josh. It's Bobby Bones here. First of all, appreciate what you do. Thank you very much for serving. However, it's not all about you, bud. I've had to learn this too. I'm here with you. I'm holding your hand, walking down the road of it's not all about us. So she wants a picture. Think of the things that she does for you that you don't even probably appreciate as much as you should. That she goes, you know what? This is for Josh. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to suck it up. Suck it up, buttercup. Take some pictures once a year. It's important to her. It's important to her. It's important to you. Appreciate you serving. All right, there it is. <laughs> Play that oh, back for him, so Sarah. Much. Have a good day. All right, see you later. I do want to play a song for you guys. Um, I want to play this voicemail first. Raymundo, if you don't mind, play voicemail number two. This is Kela. Here you go. Uh, you were talking about the Chris Stapleton new album. Well, I have been listening to it all day, and I love this song, Arkansas. So thank you for mentioning the album. I love it. Now, if you remember, I came on and said the song Arkansas made me cry. Mm-hmm. And then I came on yesterday and said this Maggie song about his dog made me cry. I'm going to play you a different song from Chris Stapleton's album. It's not going to make you cry, but you're just going to go, whoa. This is the song he wrote about the Las Vegas shooter. Oh, yeah. The guy that shot into the music festival. This is called Watch You Burn. This is from Chris Stapleton's new album. Check it out. 
quiet everything around you. Watch you burn from the new Chris Stapleton record that came out this past Friday. Here you go. I looked over. I was trying to talk to Eddie during the song, and he had his headphones on. He wasn't hearing me, and I was like, "Oh, he's listening to the song." Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, I was. huh? Yeah, dude. I, great song. Wow, so much in that song. The message, so the, he just said it perfectly. It's called "Watch You Burn" by Chris Stapleton. It was written by Chris and Mike Campbell, who was from the Heartbreakers, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Really? Yeah. And uh, I hope you check out Chris's record. It's so good in so many ways. That's all. No one asked me to play that song. Obviously, we had to. Sometimes I have to dub stuff in. Yeah, because it's not in the system. I just hit play record on, on a cassette tape <laughs> and go, I sure hope this sounds good on the radio. Hey, Bones, thanks for that, really. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. You guys check out Chris's new record. Uh, check out that song. You want to hear a guy get interrupted by a cow at like a city council meeting because he couldn't find Wi-Fi, so he had to go out to his barn because it was the only place he could get a clear signal, and so he's doing the meeting. Here you go. What he's thinking, what Kathy's thinking... And Mr. Allen Boss, do you actually have cows in your living room? Is that it? I'm currently in the barn. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Better connection out here. <laughs> funny. Here you go. There's a plane who's, it's, it's about to land. It's an Alaska Airlines jetliner trying to land. The airport crew had cleared the runway, didn't see a bear. Ooh. The pilot saw it, and the jet was slowing down to avoid it. But boom, hit the bear oh, on the runway. Oh, they hit the bear. Uh, I thought you were going to say Nobody they... was hurt. The cub is okay, but didn't end up very good for the bear. Okay. Oh, there was a bear and a cub? Mm-hmm. Oh. I was wondering. What the... Yeah. Yeah, it was a bear and her cub. But listen, you think a bird can do damage? What do you think a bear is going to do? Yeah. I bet that plane went... Yeah. Flipped around. I bet they have a lot of issues with, with making sure big animals aren't in that strip there. I saw two deer on the side of the road this morning driving to work, and it was an extremely busy place. And they just must feel extremely comfortable there, or there must have been some work recently like on the other side mm. that have pushed them there. They are just chilling? They were just eating grass on the side <laughs> of the <laughs> interstate. Like, like they're in the middle of a pasture? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it was kind of weird. Where There's this one road. Well, I can actually take it to get to your house, Bobby, and uh, every day there's these ducks that cross, but they do it. Or I don't know if they're... I guess they're ducks or turkeys or something, and they just cross. Everyone stops for them. I it's, it's a known thing. I don't know. It's they're weird. Like, we were here first. Yes, so basically. Yeah, and it's it never fails. That never that didn't work for the Americans here first. Yeah, it didn't no. work for animals. No, no, no. Sadly, yeah. it's kind of cute though. Uh, Raymundo, tell me this story about places you can live for less than six hundred bucks a month. Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah. 
All right, so uh, the first one's Armenia, overseas near Turkey, and most food is a dollar. And they also say a good bottle of wine, less than five bucks. This whole story he brought me was places if he's like, hey, if you want to go somewhere and not spend any money, like you can also live there all in rent, mortgage, Mm -hmm. food, less than 600 bucks a month and have a good quality of life. So the first one's Armenia. Yep, I got three more. Couldn't find on a map. Could you guys find Armenia on a map? No. no, but I also is it, I don't know. I say Armenia. Is that is that wrong? Which one is it? In Armenia, the crime levels are low, so it's a pretty safe place. I just googled. Oh. Okay. Okay. What's the other one? Laos near Thailand, Southeast Asia. An hour long massage costs six dollars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool. Imagine cool. what you can get for 50 bucks. Wow. All, no, I mean, no, no, I mean all day, no, no. not what extra. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean um. how long you can go. No, 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 no. I'm going to But also. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. What else you got, Ray? Yeah, Central America, particularly Costa Rica, surf lessons are $8 an hour and most meals are under four bucks. Costa Rica sounds like a place you would like. I was there for an entire summer and got Spanish credit. That's right. You lived there for a summer. That, that might have been why I made the list. But yeah, stuff is very inexpensive there, and a lot of people like to go there. What did you enjoy about it? Surfing, um, very relaxed way of life. Most people don't have a nine-to-five job. And weirdly, they only eat two meals there. They don't have, like, a lunch. They'll eat breakfast and dinner. What is the last place? Uh, we got Bolivia. It's South America. Beer costs 75 cents. Our room nice. for the night is less than five bucks. Oh. I think Bolivia's like 1961. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Raymond. Yo. That's what's up. Thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget, Thursday's show, we eat that hot chip. Mm. Oh, God. How can we forget? Yeah. By the way, I got a voicemail about this saying that they ate the chip because you can buy this one chip $15 and it's the hottest chip ever made. And we bought it. Yeah. Here you go. So it's called about the chip challenge. I have done it. My husband talked me into doing it, and it is horrible. I do not recommend doing it. You can do it, but you will need a solid half gallon of milk and crackers, chips, whatever that is plain, 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 because it is so hot, and it wreaks havoc on my stomach for days and days. Yeah. I can't do that. Oh, That's what I was worried about. Not so much my tongue, but the day after. Thursday show, baby! Okay, here we go. I'm going to have to do like my daughter and plan out my spicy food. She loves <laughs> spicy food, but it really messes with her stomach. And if she's going to a friend's house, she's like, I have to save that for tomorrow. <laughs> it's so cute. Well, that'll be on Thursday. Uh, here's another one. Morning, studio. I just read the best morning, Courtney. Do they allow loud laughing in Hawaii or just a low cough? <laughs> Bye. Okay. Oh, that was Aloha. good. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> That's what's up. Thank you guys. We appreciate you listening as always. On Instagram, I'm at Mr. Bobby Bones. The show is at Bobby Bones Show. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, friends. Bobby Bones is on.